Hello, hello again, everyone. We are back with another episode of Fresh Off the Set. I'm Alora Murray. And I'm Brooke Mangum. Good to see everybody via the airwaves. I, I know you like... can't physically see them. All right, everybody. <laughs> Calm down. I was like, there you go. Brooke is seeing you. We feel that you're here. Thank you for listening. Um, today's topic is one that is near and dear to bro- both my heart and Brooke's heart. I mi- I just mixed your name into. I said Brooke. It's fine. That's a new It's word. my new nickname, but yeah. it, it is a topic that is near and honestly not so dear sometimes <laughs> because I know you both, we both struggle with anxiety and it's something that a lot of people struggle with. It's been something that's been a little bit taboo or mm-hmm. I think a lot of people sometimes just say, well, get over it. Why are you mm-hmm. so nervous? Why are you so uncomfortable? Like, hey, everybody's uncomfortable. Just kind of move on. But there are some people out there that have it suffer more than others, right? Exactly. And I, I know that through different phases of your life, you've experienced more. Uh, I'm the same way. It's when I when I was younger, I, it was really difficult for me to mm-hmm. honestly just even do anything that was outside of the norm. It was so scary. My poor mother. I now look back and I'm like, my mother had to talk me off of the ledge so many times of like, no, honey, that's not what your teacher meant to say. That's I not this. You don't need to learn your times tables in one night. That's a, like, a true story. And she had to get me on the phone with my teacher to go, yeah, 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 you have the whole year to your, learn your times tables. And that's such a dumb thing to now say out loud as an adult. But as a child who had anxiety, it was so real and so scary. And I think what you just said there is so important, Brooke, that it is so real and it is so scary because those who go through it, it feels like the world is on your shoulders. And I talk a little bit about my personal story with it because I'm like you, Brooke. I have had it mm-hmm. since I was born. Um, it's a little better now because I figured out how to manage it and it's become less taboo. We've been able to talk about it. Um, and I was lucky enough to sit down with a therapist, um, Mari Wilcox, and her and I sit down. We talk about anxiety, how those who have it shouldn't feel so alone mm-hmm. and more importantly, tools to help you combat those anxious feelings and those feelings of, am I, am I weird? Am I the weird one here? Yeah. And you still have that even as an adult. Now, what I like to say in my own head is when I start having like a freak out, I'm like, okay, calm down, take those deep breaths. And then it goes, the good news is it's all in your head. The bad news is it's all in your head. (laughs) So you're going to have to deal with this for a while, but I'm so glad we've got these tools and I can't wait to hear this interview. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. I'm Alora Murray. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And we have licensed therapist Mari Wilcox, who's here with us in the house. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited to be here. And Mari is here to talk to us about a subject that is truthfully, Mari, it is near and dear to my heart. We are talking about anxiety today. We are talking about ways to alleviate it, how to support others. Um, and like I said, this topic is something that I hold very close to my heart. Yes. Very, very close to my heart. Um, this is something I could talk like all day on. I love educating people about it. Good. Cause we're yes. going to talk for a while. Um, so for me, a little bit of background and why this subject is so important to me, I feel like I have had, um, just being really honest and being real, really vulnerable here for a minute. I have had anxiety since I was born. Yes. I remember I had memories of being younger and looking back and feeling just awful. And at the time, not knowing what it was, Mm. but looking back, I know it was anxiety. Um, I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was 18. And I remember 
when the doctor told me, I felt so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. It There was such a stigma around it, and it was the idea of, like, people use this phrase, and I think it is not the right phrase to use. Right. Um, you're crazy. Yes. It, no, that's yeah. so damaging. Yeah. If you have anxiety, then you are crazy. Um, and I was just so embarrassed. And it wasn't until my 20s, um, my mid uh, 20s when I realized that you know what maybe this isn't the huge burden I think it is but it has a blessing too it has some blessings um, and then I was um, later on in my 20s I had a leader who was very rude about my anxiety um, I was told I was mentally unstable because I had anxiety and I remember feeling so defeated um, people didn't understand. They said I was mentally unstable with it. And because I had um, this mental illness that I couldn't do a good job, I couldn't achieve my dreams. Um, and I remember feeling so devastated. And the thought that immediately came to my mind was, I have a good support system. I'm very blessed that I have the support system that I do, but not everyone has that. Yeah, absolutely. So I immediately started being more open with my anxiety and and not to get attention, but because I was like, I want people to know that they aren't alone, Mm -hmm. that if you have anxiety, there's nothing wrong with you um, and you're not alone, um, you're still worthy and it is something that I'm really open about. I love talking about it because it is something that affects so, so many of us. Yes, in a hard way, right? Mm-hmm. Because something that I believe is we all, we all have some level of anxiety. We have to, to survive. That's, mm-hmm. what, it's, that's what its mechanism is to, ha- is to help us survive. But there are some people where their brain is just hyperactive mm-hmm. in that part of the brain, and that's where we run into trouble, right? And there you and go. That's what you were feeling. Uh, exactly, and that's why I'm so happy you're in here today because this is for people who maybe are feeling anxious, they're feeling like they're alone, or yes. maybe they're not and they want to know how to support someone. Let's start off with the question because I think for me when I would have really bad mm-hmm. anxiety when I was younger, and even yeah. now my anxiety is always at a low simmer, if yeah. I'm being honest, <laughs> um, what is going on in our brain and our body when we are feeling anxious? Yes. Oh, and I love this part so much. The neurology behind anxiety is just to simplify it. So we have an upstairs brain and a downstairs brain. Okay. And our downstairs brain is the primitive survival. Um, it's like the basic animal in us. And then our upstairs brain is what makes us human. And that's our critical thinking and our assessment and our language mm-hmm. and all these good things that as humans, that's how we use um, our brain all together. And uh-huh. so, but the bottom part, like that's where people who are highly anxious, that part of the brain is a little bit more, it's hyperactive, I okay. guess. Um, if we, so people who are anxious, and I would include myself, I'm totally anxious coming into this even. <laughs> and so that part of my brain is just like throbbing, fire alarms are right. going off. But it. It sends the rest of our body, and this is maybe what you're feeling, is it sends the rest of our body. Like, we have extras like cortisol and adrenaline, and it's telling, it's it's literally making our body on a physiological change because it's getting ready for the threat and the run and the survival. And some people, like you said, it's kind of in this low simmer. Like, mm-hmm. we're, you're kind of just always ready to respond to a threat yeah. physically. And that's where, like... We can, we can get, like, sweaty or our heart is racing or we might have, like, digestive issues or we can't think straight. And it's because our, our brain is just trying to get us ready to just, like, run from the bear versus yeah. just, like, the, like, rest and digest state where we can just, like, talk and use our upper brain 
and use language and critical thinking. But when we're feeling anxious, we don't have that access, right? Is, is that does that yeah. sit with you? Yeah, and it's and I love knowing what my brain is doing because mm-hmm. sometimes we're just feeling anxious and we think to ourselves, why am I feeling this way? Like, I don't understand what is my brain doing? And it's really that kind of fight or flight mode. It is absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, and so if you are feeling a little bit anxious, we need to, we kind of need to assess our surroundings. Like what is threatening me right now? Like, is it me going into my job every day or is it my children sometimes can feel like a threat (laughs) or maybe an unsafe person in your life that you kind of interact with day by day, even on a very low level that can feel kind of threatening And then, so our body kind of just reacts like that. Exactly. So, I mean, and you were mentioning it, you talked about assessing your surroundings. What are some Mm -hmm. steps? And I know this is a loaded question. Yeah. What are some steps we can take to help alleviate anxiety? Yes. Good. I mean, the golden question and this, there's so many of them. Number one is just catch those harmful thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, If you notice, if you feel yourself like noticed in your body, you're like, oh, right now and label it. I'm feeling anxious. Why am I feeling anxious? It's because I feel like there's something's and threatening seems like a silly word, but it can be so that can be so widely used. Uh-huh. But it's okay. Catch my thoughts. Like, am I nervous? Um, am I not sure? Like, how am I going to like respond in this social setting? So catch those thoughts and then challenge them. Oh, I think that's such an yes. important thing because I feel oftentimes when I have an anxious thought, I just let it go. Like, I don't challenge it. I'm so used to feeling anxious that yes. I'm like, well, there's that thought. There it is. And, and we just, when we fuse with it, uh-huh. and I'm like, this is our truth. Like, I'm just going to simmer with this. So we challenge that thought. Challenge I love thought. Yeah. That. Gather evidence around you that's like, no, actually, I'm totally fine. I'm safe. There's no bears that are going to mm-hmm. make me run super <laughs> fast right now. And talk positively to yourself. Be kind. Channel that inner self-compassion and be like, I'm safe. I'm smart, I can do this, I'm loved, which would be a really good one for you, right? Just Mm -hmm. kind of have that mantra like, I am so loved, and right now I am feeling anxious, and that's okay. We're meant to feel anxious, but right now I feel like it's a problem. And I think, like you said, that is so important is being compassionate to yourself Mm -hmm. with anxiety. Um, Because I know I've had people reach out to me and say, with anxiety, I don't feel worthy. Yes, so heartbreaking. And it is. I just don't feel enough. I feel broken or I feel isolated. Which you absolutely are not. And I know some people um, who don't have anxiety really want to support a loved one or someone with anxiety. Mm -hmm. So how would you say someone can support someone else who is suffering with it? Yes. I think step number one, understand that you don't understand. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what they're feeling. And for you to tell them that they're not feeling that makes you an unsafe person because they don't feel felt. Uh And so number one, just know like, hey, I know you're going through something and I know that it's so hard for you. I may not understand it, but I'm here for you and you're safe. It's going to be okay. And then help them be like, okay, do we need to breathe right now? What are we feeling? Kind of help them talk it through. Help them. You can help them gather the evidence. Like, I know you're feeling like that. Look at all these other things that are telling you that that might not be true. I think that is so important because, like you said, sometimes we have these scenarios in our mind that we're like, oh, I'm in so much danger. That's how Mm -hmm. our mind works. But having someone there to, and not not necessarily being like, oh, why are you anxious? Your life is so great. That's not what people need to hear. No, no, you need to validate, right? (laughs) You need to hear like, 
oh man, I'm so sorry you feel like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That must be really hard. Tell me what you're feeling. Exactly. And then saying, okay, well, if you are feeling bad about yourself, here are some facts on why you are so amazing. Like, what are you good at? You know, like mm-hmm. just help them and like help them generate and question it and be like, and this is also a really fun one that I tell people to use. It's like, how, what would, what would your best friend say in this situation? If they knew you were thinking this, like, what would your best friend tell you to think? I or, love that. or what would you tell your best friend if you knew she was feeling like this or they are feeling like this? Like, what would you tell them right now to comfort them? I think that's beautiful. And then we can just use that on ourselves, right? Oh, and just do the little swap. Yes, just do a little swap. It helps like generate the positivity. And then you're like, oh, and I'm in that situation. And that's what someone would tell me. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think sometimes whether you have anxiety or depression um, or something along those lines, you get really mean to yourself almost. And it's the same train of thought. Would you say that to your best friend? Yes, right? Why are we so mean to ourselves? Look, love so it. much there criticism. You, there you go. So what would you say to someone who is feeling so embarrassed that they have anxiety? Um, they're feeling embarrassed. Um, they're feeling alone. Um, mm-hmm. They feel like something is just generally wrong with them. Yes. And I honestly, kind of like I said in the beginning, everyone has a low level of anxiety. We're supposed to feel like this. This is our brain helping you kind of identify um, what's safe, what's not safe. And anxiety is our activator. That's what helps us do the right things at the right time. And sometimes our brain just gets hyperactive and we can challenge that. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. There's nothing wrong with you no there's no there's nothing wrong with you your brain is actually working too good <laughs> if anything so then for me my brain yeah, is working really it really is well like <laughs> supercharged for sure yes what would you say to someone who they're afraid they know they need some help with their anxiety they need some tools but they're mm-hmm. afraid to ask for help because they're embarrassed what would you say to them? I would say, what would you tell your best friend? There it is again. If you, are, if you, if someone that you really cared about felt the way that you're feeling right now, what would you want them to do? I love that. Would you want them to reach out and like feel the love and support from other people? Because I think people are way more understanding. For the most part, you had a very negative experience. I did. And I think sometimes... That does happen with people, um, and like I said, it wasn't the best experience, but for mm-hmm. me, it helped me be a little more open. But yeah. as Dispelling a the, the shame, because yeah. there's going to be so much shame when you feel like you're broken, which I hate that term. No one's broken. We all just have stuff that we can work on. I love that. Remember that Mari just said that no one is broken. No one is broken. We all just have stuff that we can work on. I think that's beautiful. Write that down if you're listening to this. (laughs) Write that down. (laughs) Because I think that is so important to remember. And we were talking a little earlier about this before we started the podcast. um, That, in fact, anxiety, lots of people think of it as a burden. Lots mm-hmm. of people think, oh, you know, I'm not worthy to go after my dreams or that dream job or these things that I want so badly because my anxiety is a burden. But you were telling and it costs me. So mu- it casts yes. so much doubt. Yes. It's like, how can I ever challenge how I feel and get where I want to go? And this is my reality. And that's, I mean, if I'm honest, I felt those things. Um, but you're saying we can actually look at it as a blessing. How do we do that? Because it's, it can be so hard. Oh, it can, it can be debilitating, right? It can be debilitating. And it is, it's a baby steps. Like it's a, it can be like a kind of a slow process, but the process is there. 
it's totally there. And it's just recognizing it in ourselves. And we're like, hey, I need to catch these negative thoughts. And I need to challenge them. And I need to replace them, even if it feels fake. Even if I have to fake it to make it for a minute. It's like, I know, validate yourself. Validation, validation. I know I feel scared right now. And I know it can be okay. I am strong enough. I can work hard enough. I've done hard things in the past. I can get where I want to go. And it does take a little bit. Way easier said than done. But um, there's so many great books out there. Go see a therapist that can help you through this, a seasoned professional. And I think, like you said, sometimes it is about faking it. Sometimes it's about faking it. it. Yeah, but those thoughts that we put in our head, those lead us throughout our day. Mm -hmm. And so we have, what, like thousands and thousands of thoughts in our day, in our head every single day. And we need to put the thoughts in there. We can put the thoughts in there. We can challenge the hard ones and put the healthy ones in there that tell us, like, we're going to be okay. Take a deep breath. The world looks better than we feel like it does right now. And I think it's so important to remember, like we were talking about, that it can be a blessing. Sometimes, you know, with anxiety, we're more aware of things. Yeah. And that can, yes. And I think some people listening might be saying, well, that feels a little invalidating. How can this be a blessing, right? Mm-hmm. But once we, once we understand what is going on for us, it's literally our brain just trying to help us survive. I love this saying. Someone said, um, our, brain is, our brain is made to help us survive. It's not made to have good mental health. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Yeah. I have never heard I know, of that isn't before. It's so fascinating because it is like on a primal level, like we are just supposed to survive, like eat, find food, run away from the predators. Uh-huh. And then we have this, our our frontal cortex, which is like, okay, like there's lots of other dynamics to life as a human. And so we need, it's our job to steer our ship towards that positive mental health. And so I think an important thing is it's okay if it takes work. Oh, and it takes work. It absolutely takes work from like a physical level to a mental level, challenging the thoughts. But we can do it. Like you're you're here doing what you love and you <laughs> had to go through the process. Same with me. I have a similar journey. And so, yes, we can challenge it and we can come um, overcome it. And I, I feel weird saying overcome it because we all need the anxiety. We kind of mm. need it in our lives. It's the activator. It's the thing that makes us wake up early and prepare for those tests and um, make sure that we're, we have all our things in line to succeed. And I think maybe we're not overcoming our anxiety, but overcoming the negative feelings we feel towards yes. anxiety and towards ourselves. Yeah, we just need to reframe it as like, oh, I have anxiety. My body is trying to help me be prepared for what I feel threatened by. There you go. So what is one thing you want anyone who comes talk to you um, you want all of your patients to remember. If you could pick one thing. You can challenge your fears. You can challenge those thoughts that are making you feel anxious. You can, you can catch them, and you can challenge them, and you can replace them with something positive. Absolutely, like catch, challenge, replace. Catch, challenge, replace. Yes. Catch, challenge, write replace. Write that wherever <laughs> you need to write it. I think that's uh, sometimes for me when I think of a negative thought, I have to imagine a stop sign mm-hmm. saying stop so yes. I can catch it. Yes. It's I'm a very visual person and that's, that's what I use. Yes. So if I'm having this thought that, oh, um, I am not worthy because I have this, it's mm-hmm. stop. Stop. Yeah. Challenge it. And it's so tricky too, our brain can't just like get rid of a thought, right? That's yeah. like, don't think of the purple elephant. And yeah. then of course the purple elephant, but we need, we need to replace them. So like catch it. You can't just chuck it out. You have to replace it. That's where the self-compassion comes in. It's like, okay, 
throw it away and what's something that I can take in its place? That self-compassion is so important to remember that you are worthy. You can go after your dreams. Like you said over and over again, your mind is just trying to protect you. Yes, yes, it is. And just in prepare you. Something that um, before, sometimes it's hard to go to that place because we feel totally consumed, right? Like physically, we Mm -hmm. just feel numb. And mentally, our thoughts are going a million miles a minute. Um, That's where if all you can do in that moment, and this is the most important, And the most important thing to do is just take some deep breaths because so do your diaphragmatic breathing where what that does is it signals to your brain like I am okay. Okay. I am safe. And so it it like reverses all of those physiological changes that are going on, which is then can you imagine if you're like feeling totally overwhelmed and then you just start breathing and you're like, and I'm relaxing and then that's you then you like have more access to the part of your brain that can like actually do the evidence collecting and the the top part of your brain the top part yeah the human part because when we're when we're feeling super anxious we're just in that downstairs but if we can like take the deep breaths so if you can breathe in for four breathe out for eight and then as you do that for a few minutes you'll get access to your upper part and then you can do the challenging, and you'll like, I'm fine, I'm safe. I know I feel scared right now, but it's going to be okay. There we go. Mari, I have just loved talking to you today. Yes. I think you gave us so many good tips on how to handle anxiety, better understand it and what it's actually doing, and helping those of us who have it to feel there's nothing wrong with us that we're worthy yes your brain is just working we've loved love having you mari well thank you again for being here thank you everyone i've loved it everyone who um, is listening be sure to subscribe and we will catch you next time Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.